Welcome to the High Hope Phillies Minor League Rundown. I'm Jason Springer here with Jeff Cohen following the journey of the players chasing their dreams in the Phillies farm system. Jeff, another big week in the Phillies farm system, and they added some players there with the international signings and market opening. They added a lot of players, a lot from Venezuela. Clearly somebody's been down there scouting. We'll have to find out who's been doing that. Um, not too many of the, the top 30 prospects, but they did get none. a bunch of players. None. They did yeah. get a right-handed pitcher from the Dominican, Gene Hernandez, Randy Vasquez, a shortstop from the Dominican Republic. You know, these guys are really young. It's going to be a long time until anybody really sees them. They're going to start with the Latin American Academy in the Dominican Republic for most of them, if not all of them. Anything jump out at you about this? A lot of pitchers, but that's that's something that you always have to do. You have to take risks on a lot of these young pitchers. Keep in mind, they're 16, 17 years old. Their bodies haven't developed yet. They're not as tall. They're not as strong. It, so it's a whole process that they go through. And, you know, you say a lot of people won't see them. I'll tell you, one of the fun things, I don't know anybody going down to um, a lot of these places often, but if you're ever down in the Dominican, you can go to their new complex. You tried. Out the, yeah, I picked the wrong weekend, you obviously, tried last but year. the they Dominican's a great place. Yeah. And, and for people that are down in Clearwater, it's not just the threshers that you can see. You can go onto the backfields that you can go on during spring training and you can catch there's two Gulf Coast League teams so you can see a lot of these young guys the best thing to do if you're going to do is go down right after the draft because then you could see people like Bryson Stott and, and, and people that have just been drafted as they're playing their first games as professionals those hopefully future Phillies that we'd like to see in the system eventually well my, my hope is is for us is that when we get to Williamsport that Bryson Stott will be up there just like we got to see and talk to Alec Boehm last year is is that we'll get the opportunity to talk to Bryson Sott. I would suspect give him another two weeks and he'll be in Williamsport. And believe me, they need the help right now. They do. We'll get to them in a minute. Why don't we start with Lehigh Valley where you were last weekend. We're going to have an interview shortly with John Hernandez that you got. Uh, the Iron Pigs are 40 and 42 in fourth place, uh, eight games back of Scranton. What are your thoughts having been up there last weekend with the team? Well, first, as, as, as you mentioned, I got the chance to talk to two of their, two of our favorites, two guys that are really good hitters um, and love hitting. Uh, we got to talk to John Hernandez we're going to play that and next week we'll talk we'll play our interview with Austin Listy who we've talked to before and it's ju he's just a really great guy he's, he's been lighting the world on fire since he came up too. five multi-hit games five home runs in his first eight at AAA um, definitely the start he was looking for looking forward to playing that interview next week I'll tell you what I saw of, of Austin is that uh, Austin was back playing first base in a lot of the games in AAA and as, as you'll here when when we play his interview Austin loves to hit he is a hitter and he is a, when even when I asked him what his favorite position is he said hitting I love to watch Austin hit yeah too, so because so, he's got an interesting stance I mean it's a stance that you really have to perfect because he gets down his his stance is very wide and he gets down in the crouch and one of the things that they teach you as a young ball player is make sure that whatever stance you're in you don't you don't go up and down because you're changing the angle you're seeing the ball so uh, Austin has has really uh, 
come on fire. And, you know, one of the things that was interesting about him is he struggled early in the season, but he doesn't think he struggled. He thinks that he was hitting the ball hard. It just wasn't falling. Just that bad luck. Yeah. And, and it's interesting to see how somebody can remain confident through that and, and the, the hitter's mentality, the professional's mentality, but also got to see Cole Irvin pitch. So That's your boy. Yeah. So it, it was a, an all-around great game since, and Nick Williams too. Since returning to the minors, he's allowed three earned runs in his two starts with a one win and nine strikeouts. His ERA is at 235. Nick Williams is hitting 17 straight games. Um, he's had probably his most successful stretch that he's had in a while, trying to rebuild his confidence and get himself back up. What's your thought on those two players? Do they get another shot this year? Do they become chips for the team to try and build the big team? Where are they? I mean, I guess it depends what happens at the trade deadline. Um, I still believe that Cole Irvin, if used properly, and I'll, I'll leave it at that, if used properly, Cole Irvin can be a, a very good fourth or fifth starter. You cannot bring him into the game. He is not does not have a reliever's mentality. He doesn't bring him into the middle of an inning or a middle of a game is not going to be his strong suit. He is a guy, he's a thinking man's pitcher. He's a guy that, that needs to work through that and, and, and work with the catcher. And I think that he will get another shot. I mean, look, they're still having, they're struggling at the major league level with regard to starters. So he should be given another shot after the all-star break. As far as Nick Williams goes, the problem with Nick is he's an everyday ball player. And right now the Phillies don't have a spot for him as an everyday outfielder, unless you're going to move Kingery back to the infield, and which I would not mess with him. He is hitting and he's playing a really good center field. And if he's going to be a fourth outfielder who's only going to play every couple days or every four days, you're going to have him not producing the way that he can produce. So maybe now's the time that you use him as a trade chip for a starting pitcher. I was going to say, I wonder if he becomes one of the chips. A lot of player movement this week. Jose Tavares promoted from Reading. Matt McBride activated off the DL. David Gruyon, who's an all-star and was going to be in the home run derby, put on the injured list with a left toe fracture. He was going to be defending his title as the home run champion. He was. We were there last year in Trenton the day after. Oh, Trenton, yeah. he was And heard how special it was when he won the double a home run derby so uh you know that's a, that's definitely a shame to see but uh you know it's good that you got to see a good game out there you saw some offensive explosion last week when you're out there jeff mm -hmm. so and the the end of the lane adams era that's right lane adams yeah. was uh released he the phillies are you you noted to me that they're focusing more on development than keeping veterans around um is that a change in this organization no i think it's an evolution i think what happened happens is at the beginning of the season they kept people like Sean Rodriguez around and Phil Gosselin and Lane Adams because they needed to develop their younger players so that they were confident with them with the ability to come up. Now with Gosselin having gone through the rotation and, and Sean Rodriguez going through that, Lane Adams was kind of the next casualty in that because now you do have guys that need to move up, to need to progress and, and now that people like John Hernandez are back from his injury, those are going to be the next men up if the Phillies need people. Since we did more of a deep dive into Lehigh Valley this week, let's quickly go through uh, Lakewood and Clearwater. Lakewood is 5-9 and nine in the second half of the season. It's sixth place, uh, second half, five games back from Delmarva. Clearwater's 10-6 and six in second place, uh, one game back of Dunedin. What's got you?
got your attention with those two teams? Well, with regard to Lakewood, it's it's pitching again. Um, uh, you're not seeing a lot of hitting in Lakewood, except for, by the way, a guy we interviewed a few weeks ago, Ben Pelletier, who's up to now eight home runs. And I can tell you, Lakewood is not a home run ballpark. Uh, so he's definitely got the power and should be moving up, I would guess, very soon to Clearwater. Kevin Gowdy's the one guy that, you know, people said, you know, what's up with this Kevin Gowdy at the beginning of the season? He was injured. He was a, he was a high draft pick a few years ago, and he's now rounding into form. He's only 21 years of age, and he's only allowed one earned run in his five of his last six outings for a 2.55 ERA. So I think that's a guy to watch as well as Ethan Lindau. I was going to say, tell me about another arm, Ethan Lindau, so, a lefty. We like lefties in the system, Jeff. Ethan was at, uh, at uh, the Crosscutters last year. He's only 20 years old, and he's 3-0 and in his last five outings with a 1.77 ERA. Uh, his, the batting average against is 155, and his whip is only a, a paltry 0.74. My goodness. Yeah. Now, you get to Clearwater. We've talked about Colton Eastman. Colton Eastman, uh, I didn't think was ready. I was wrong, and I'll say it again and again and again. He has just had a great time since he's been up. 22 years old, 2.9 ERA, 1.24 whip. In his last 11 starts, he has 74 strikeouts and 62 innings. So he's the guy to watch. One other guy you, sh- you should watch, uh, our number one prospect, Spencer Howard, is on his way back. He yeah, was he's a, being Spencer Howard. Yes. So uh, he, he didn't have a great outing yesterday, but he's starting to – you, you need to get your command back. So yesterday he pitched a little over two innings, three hits, three runs, one walk, and three strikeouts. Not super again, but it, it's, it's exciting to see that he'll be back with Clearwater soon. Why don't we leave that there, and let's go to the interview you have with John Hernandez, and then when we come back you'll tell me about it, and we'll preview Redding's game tonight. All right, we're here in Allentown with John Hernandez. John, how you doing? I'm good, man. You? Good. Uh, so, John, tell us about your season in AAA. I mean, it's good. I like this. I like here. I like here in Lehigh Valley. I like the fans. You know, especially the the stadium is pretty good. It's pretty nice. You know, um, uh, hanging there. You know, every every single day. You know, helping my teammates and my team. You know, with ball games. You started off pretty well at the beginning of the season and then suffered an injury. Uh, what was it like to go through that experience and, and getting back? I mean, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, I was working with Mike, with my trainer, and then they sent me back to Clearwater for a week, you know, to, to see some live BP and, you know, some pitchings. But still, you know, it's part of the game, you know. Um, I'm back. I'm back out and you know, um, playing hard as I can, you know, and have my team, you know, the win ball games. When you're going through that process of rehabilitation, do you get? Are there times you get frustrated or you get anxious, or are you somebody that's patient and is able to realize, you know, this is the the steps I got to take? No, I mean, I was desperate. I can I can be here in the dugout, you know, sitting, you know, eating sunflowers and bubble gum. I can't do that. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I was I, I'm I was warned, you know to play every single day, you know, um, and uh, but it's part of the game. I, mean, I can't control that, you know. Uh, but I was like desperate. I was talking with my trainer. Hey, I want to play. I want to play. And he said, Hey, I mean, you need you need to wait, man, because you have broken wrist. So 
uh, after that, three weeks after that, and they see me back to Clearwater. I understand, you know, it's part of the process, you know, and then I've been back, you know, and, you know, bouncing back here and play every single day with the Lehigh Valley again. So when, you, when you're rehabbing in Clearwater, you're still keeping in touch with your teammates up here? Oh, of course, yeah, all the time, all the time. They text me, and then uh, all of a sudden they ask me how I feel, you know, how, how I was doing everything in Clearwater. Yeah, I have a good teammates here, a good friends here. What what has it been like bonding with this group of guys and watching some of them go up to the major leagues? It's good. I mean, it's good. It's it's a, it's a good experience for me. I mean, uh, playing with these guys, you know, a lot of experience in the bigs, and uh, they uh, you know they teach me a lot. You know, um, like Adams, you know, Shane Robinson, uh, Austin Romine, you know, all those guys that play a lot, long time in the bigs. You know, I can you know, uh, I'm a student here. You know, um, I'm, a young, I'm a, one of the youngest guys here, and whatever uh, I need to you know to them, I'm going after, you know. You know, it's an interesting term. You said you're a student here. So so what have you learned from the older guys on the team? I mean, a lot. I mean, they just, you know. Things you can say on them. They just, you know, they <laughs> played, they played, you know, they so uh, smart this game, you know. Um, I was playing last year in the Reading, but this year with these guys, I play a lot because I, I, I teach a lot with this guy because I'm, I feel like they have a lot in his in their minds. Like I don't even understand how they play the game so well, so uh, so smart, so so patient, so calm. So that's the way I want to play too. What have they said? What 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 has been the the piece of advice that you've taken most from the teammates that you have? I mean, play the game, um, slow the game down. That's the most you know. That's the advice that I heard every single day uh, about them. Uh, um, just you know, stay calm and, uh, and and play hard every single day. Well, that that's an easy thing for those guys to say. Yeah. For somebody who hasn't played baseball, how do you slow the game down? That's hard. That's uh-huh. hard to do, man. I mean, especially in this level. I mean, you want you want uh, all the things you know doing right, you know. But um, like I said. You, you control that you want control, is it? I mean, you play the ball, um, you uh, play hustle every single day, and uh, as you can, and that's it. Last year we talked about your change in position. We, we've had the, the pleasure of seeing you play since you were in the Gulf Coast League years ago. Um, and you've kind of gone from shortstop and third base to playing the outfield. How has playing the outfield helped you with the rest of your game? I mean, definitely it's more relaxing out there. Uh-huh. So uh, again, you know, uh, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a lot of you know mindset and outfield. You know, you can control that. Even when I was in shortstop and third base, it was too much reaction. You know, I had to play like you know um, all of a sudden I had to like be reaction at the time. You know, be prepared all the time. But in the outfield, I feel like I have more time. You know, more calm. 
um, I can think about you know ahead uh, situations even in my you know in my box you know even in my uh, bats so I feel great outside I mean in the outfield you enjoy playing the outfield of course 100% yeah <laughs> 100% did you play the outfield when you were a kid or were you basically an infielder no I was I was shortstop all the time shortstop all the time I got drafted by the Philly shortstop and then you know all of a sudden they got drafted JP Crawford and they moved me like like the next day hey, mm-hmm. you play third base so I remember seeing you play when yeah. you're you know I young guy third, playing third yeah. with him playing I next year yeah. yeah I played third base five years and then they moved me when I was in high A and Doughboy I played alpha and then here too so whose idea was it for you to, to play the outfield and what was that conversation like for you I think it was uh, uh, Joe Jordan uh, that time was to play at development and uh, Andy Abath that's the outfield coordinator uh, yeah, they uh, one time, uh, one day I was in, the, in Clearwater and they they called me. Hey, you want to play outfield? I was like, whenever you need me, I'll you know I'll play. Okay, uh, tomorrow I, w- I want to be here one o'clock. So grab your your glove and play some cash. So all right. And then the next day, uh, they gave me an outfield glove and he said to me, hey, go center field some fireballs <laughs> I was like okay <laughs> stick you in the deep end yeah, right yeah all of a sudden after that I played like 16 or 17 uh, games in a row in center field and right field and now we are here I'll what go. was the biggest adjustment I feel biggest adjustment is for me was um, I, I don't I didn't know how you know read the fly balls I mean off the bat um, for me, uh, footwork is important in, uh, in the outfield. And uh, I think uh, hit the color of man, that was always an issue for me because I have good arms, so I want to uh. throw every single every <laughs> single time in the base. And they say, hey, Jan, you hit the color of man. Hit uh. the color of man. For me, that was the biggest adjustment for me, yeah. Control my arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mentioned footwork. Most people wouldn't think about footwork as w- when it comes to the outfield. What is it about your feet that you have to be able to do differently? I mean, like if you're if, if you if you're going to a clinic and talking to a bunch of young kids, what do you tell a kid about what they need to work on I for th- their footwork? I think the footwork is everything in baseball. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you want to play shortstop, you have you have to be quick with your footwork. You have to be third base footwork. Even the catcher too. Um, when I, when I I mean, the alpha is different. I mean, you have, you have to run. Obviously, you have to run a lot. Um, but if you don't have to footwork, you can't throw the base like good as you want, or, or if you you can't you, you're not gonna catch the ball if you you don't like foot. I mean, you have to good footwork. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's more practice. You know, every single day. You know. Uh, Go to outfit uh, with purpose. Okay, I want to uh, practice my footwork today. I want to practice or my hit um, the cut of man, or I want to practice um, whatever you want to practice. But for me, the most important thing in the outfit is uh, footwork, and uh, don't be so uh, you know some comfort. You know, oh, I want to catch the ball this side or this side. No, you just catch the ball that right. I mean, right, right in the, in the head, and that's it. Okay, so so. We talked to you last year about uh, what had happened with the hurricane in Puerto Rico, um, which is where you're from. Have you had a chance to go back this off season, and and can you report to us how things are back in your home? 
if I had a chance? Yeah. Of course. I mean, right now we have, uh, I mean, we are 100% good. We have water, we have power in, uh, in the whole Iceland, thanks mm -hmm. God. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was a tough moment, man. It was a tough moment. I, I mean, I talked to you last time, I mean, last year about this, and it's, it's a, it was a tough moment for us. But, you know, um, now we're back, and we are 100% good. But pe people still need help back there. I mean, some some people, yeah, in the middle of the Iceland. Um, but still, um, it's better than the you know, last year, mm -hmm. you know. And... Um, it's you know uh, it's been part of the you know the surviving the Iceland you know um, after that hurricane you know was a tough moment but I think we we good now. Well, in the off season we hear you're a fan of another sport, in particular the the NBA and the Sixers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so do you get a chance to come down to Philadelphia and go to Sixers games? No, 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 not really. I can, I, I can because I was playing uh, winner ball uh -huh. in Puerto Rico. But have yeah, you I, have you ever been to the Wells Fargo Center for a Sixers game? No. I really? Was, no, no. Yeah. No, I can because I I was playing uh, in a, in winner ball in yeah. Puerto Rico. So. Uh -huh. But I saw I saw the games, uh -huh. I saw the games, six games, and uh, on TV, and I was pretty excited because those, I mean, those guys, you know, unbelievable. And Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler, you know, Joel Embiid. Is that your team now? Yeah, of yeah. course, of course. What was your yeah. team growing up? Um, I was Lakers. Uh -huh. I was Lakers fans. Yeah, I was I was a Kobe fan. Yeah. Um, but now I'm a Philly, so I'm a Philly fan too. So uh, I like Sixers. So. Uh -huh. Hopefully they sign Jimmy Butler, you know, again. <laughs> All right, so, so t today, it is now Saturday, June 30th, and or 29th, actually. Yeah. Uh, free agency is about to start. Yeah. So if, if John Hernandez were the general manager of the Sixers, here's your chance to speak to the Sixers. Who do you want? Oh, my God. I mean... <laughs> It's depending on how money I have, I, yeah. I have in my bank. So <laughs> I think they need Jimmy Butler again because, uh -huh. you know, the, the big part of the, of the lineup. Um, how about Tobias Harris? Yes or no? Uh, and if it's a no, who do you want instead? I think yes. Yeah. It's a big part again of the, of the lineup too. But um, I will, I'm, I'm, I'm going to another free agent. And it's uh, it's gonna be a uh, Danny Green for the the guy for the to play with the the Raptors. The Raptors yeah. is a Why? good player. What do you like about him? I mean, because he can shoot, he can defense, he can he can play defense a lot. Um, for me, he's a good guy for us. Uh -huh. But definitely my my first free agent that I put in my list is Jimmy Butler. What yeah. do you like? What do you like about Jimmy Butler's game? What I like from Jimmy Butler? Yeah. I mean everything. I mean that guy can can hit hit trees, you know, dunk. Um, he uh, you know he's hustling every night, you know. I feel that's the guy that we need in the, in the team. Right. All right. Now. Give give us one uh, dark horse that you think the Sixers might sign that nobody's talking about. Uh, no pressure. <laughs> wow. Feel um, this guy from the for the Clippers, Bob Beverly. Yeah. He's a good defender. Yeah. I, th I think we need we need we need guy to defend defend. I mean, I like that guy. He's a 
he had a good, you know. All right. Well, he put, 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 fresh, put pressure in the, in the ball, you know, too. All right. Well, if they sign him, it's you. We're going to give you credit for it on our show. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. So le- the last question I have for you. You're now in AAA. You're healthy. You're hitting. Is it hard to th- not think about that you're so close to achieving your dream and that the major leagues is just, you know, 70 miles down the road? If I if I if I told you that I I'm not thinking about diving every day, uh-huh. I'm lying to you. Uh-huh. I mean, this is this when I when I when I'm wake up like every single morning and I was, I'm like, oh my god. I'm just one step on the bigs, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm thinking about about that every every day, and it's put me in the in situation like you know nervous, you know, butterflies in my stomach, you know. Uh-huh. But you know, like I said earlier, I can't control. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna control. I can't control. So you know, I mean, um, I'm I'm gonna keep playing my game. I'm gonna keep um, help my teammates and my team win ball games. That's that's all I can control. And when it happens, because we believe it hap- is gonna happen soon. And, and when it happens, who's coming? Who's coming to the game? For my family. Yeah. For my family, uh-huh. my mom, uh, my grandma, my dad, every every person that that put uh, something in my in my career, in my life, you know. They are common. Definitely are common. All right. Well, we're going to keep following. John, thanks for joining us. Thank you, guys. Jeff, great job talking to John. Uh, It seems like he's in a good place right now. He's in a good place, and he's excited to be playing baseball. You can see from talking to him how much he loves playing the game. Uh, It was hard for him having an injury and having to sit out, as he said. Um, But he is back. He's enthusiastic, and... I thought it was an interesting answer. You get from a lot of ball players when you ask them when they're a AAA, do they talk about getting, you know, think about getting to the major leagues? And they always have your canned answer. And John had the answer that you know a lot of ball players have, which is, uh, if I told you every day that I don't think about it, I'd be lying to you. People always ask us, do these guys really care? Do they care about winning? Do they, you know, every time we talk to them, I'm reminded just how much they really do care. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a team sport. They care about their own development, obviously, but they do care about their teammates, and, and you see that every day. I mean, they grow up with them. Yeah. All right, we got just a couple of minutes left. Reading is in first place after 17 games in the second half. Yeah, let's hope they don't get hosed by these rules at the end of the uh, second half. I so. know you have a hard time with late nights. Did you happen to stay up for the end of the second game of the doubleheader Tuesday night that ended at 1235? Uh, I have to confess I did not, but, a a, but apparently you hitter? can get – yeah, but – Apparently, you can get a, a free ticket if you couldn't stay that late. So, yeah, Jeff, you may want to contact yeah. me about that. Tell me, what else should we be looking at? They're 10th in the Eastern League in batting, but third in runs scored. Their bullpen is, I mean, dominant, <laughs> just absolutely dominant. They they just have really good pitchers, I mean, and they keep developing them. Aaron Fultz has done a great job this year developing the mentality of a bullpen um, and just keeping them on their toes no matter where they come in. Um, tell me a little bit about Mickey Moniak. He left Sunday's walk-off win with a hamstring injury. Doesn't sound like it's too serious. Uh, anything there you're worried about? No, I think you just have to be cautious with a, with a hamstring injury. I mean, Mickey is having a really good season, and he is still one of the younger players at AA. So, you know, we've told people time and time again, be patient, and the patience is paying off for the Phillies. Alec Bohm is on fire, continues to hit well. I enjoyed an interview that I heard with him the other day 
where he said he doesn't concern himself with launch angle. Jeff, that means that you're his biggest fan now, right? That's right, that's, I am. That's uh-huh. how you decide if you yeah. like players. No, I think analytics is important, but I think um, each person has their own personality and has their own way of success, and if you can't make it a cookie cutter, uh, everybody's swinging the same, which is the same thing with Austin Listing. Some thoughts for tonight's game before we sign off? Well, we got we got David Parkinson on the bump, 6-4, and 3.31, uh, in 13 games this year, 73.1. Uh, innings pitch, 61 strikeouts, 1.19 whip, 59 hits, and 28 Ks. He's a thinking man's pitcher. We will have to get back out there soon for another game. They will be playing the Richmond Flying Squirrels. Any final thoughts, Jeff? Uh, you know, I don't want to say anything nasty about squirrels. So right. Happy 4th of July to everybody. Nothing goes better than that with baseball. Have a great one. Thanks so much for joining this week. Now we hand it over to Greg Caserta and Kirsten Kierbach as they take you up to first pitch for the Fightins here on 610 ESPN. We'll be back next week. Enjoy the ball game.